This is a reorganization meeting is the first first part of the agenda. I'm going to call the meeting of the Medfield School Committee to order Monday, August 28, 2023 um, at 7 o'clock. Uh, first order of business is reorganization of school committee rules. Roles, excuse me. Um, I will take a motion or entertain a motion for chair of the school committee. Okay, any other nominations for chair of the school committee? Second. All those in favor for Tim as chair? Aye. All right. Aye. Opposed? Okay, chair, take it over. Okay. And I think we need to go through all of those. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and I, I, I would like to uh, take nomination for uh, Vice Chair. I nominate Michelle Kirkby for Vice Chair. Second the nomination. Any other on nomination? All in favor? Aye. 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 I nominate Kristen Simonini. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, recording secretary. I nominate Leo Brown. Second. I second it. Any other nominations? All in favor? Uh, aye. All right. And uh, is there any others? Officially, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. No, that's good. Thank you. Um, and for anyone listening, we, uh, according to our policies, we do this every at the first meeting. I think, generally speaking, we have good momentum going. Um, on the we're going to go through first the consent. Uh, no, let's take public input. Uh, so we're going to take uh, public input. Um, members of the public will be welcome to comment during public input, either here in the room or through Zoom. If you are on Zoom, please raise your Zoom hand. And in either case, you're either going to come up and, and state your name and address, or if you're on Zoom, we ask that you put your camera on and state your name and address. Um, we ask that you follow school committee policy for public input, including speaking for no more than three minutes and only on topics under the purview of the school committee. So do we have any public input? Anybody in the room? Do you see anyone? Uh, anyone on Zoom would like to take public input? Okay. We'll assume no, uh, no public input. Um, next is the consent agenda. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe uh, Dr. Marzen, you said we'll hold off on or just donations. You want to speak to that? Sure, I wanted to actually go through um, each one of the bullet points on the consent agenda, other than the minutes, uh, there's a couple of things I'd like to highlight in the, in the donations as well. Um, first of all, we have um, Emery Tremblay and Ryan Dexter here from our music department that want to discuss and, and go over the music trip approval, um, which is scheduled for March 2024. 
Um, and then there's significant donations that I want to share with you. Um, $1,000 from the Medfield Music Association to the Medfield High School gift account for the auditorium sound system upgrade, which is extremely generous. We appreciate that. Uh, at the last meeting, I mentioned that MCPE um, has the anniversary appeal grant, and they gave us a check for $100,000, where each school received $20,000 in their school gift account. So we really appreciate that and all the folks that gave to that, which is really, really something special. And, and um, again, it's it's going to be used in each school dedicated to a project that um, MCPE approved. And then the last one, um, Ashland Public Schools just built a new elementary school, a 345 building. Um, and our art department was looking for new um, art tables that are that are made just for art rooms. They're just big, wide block tables. Um, Ashland was getting rid of them because they were building the school and they donated them to us. Our staff went, picked them up, and now they're in the Dale Street School. So I want to just publicly thank the Ashland Public Schools for that as well. Um, that's all I have, Mr. Chair. Okay. Do we want to go <clears throat> um, up to you guys want to speak about the... Uh, the music trick. Why well, you're just gonna if you're following the agenda, we'll we'll go bottom up um, donations and then the music association. Heck. Hi everybody. Um, my name is Anne Marie Tremblay and Ryan Dexter is here as director of bands. We are here because we are seeking approval for a trip for our jazz band and our jazz choir to New Orleans this March, as Dr. Marston had mentioned. And um we did our first trip since COVID last year as a whole department. Uh, the band, of course, and orchestra went to New York City for four days, and we had a fantastic experience with our students. And so we're looking to start alternating again, having uh, the off years be our uh, audition ensemble uh, music trips. So five years ago in 2000, actually, Four years ago, in 2019, I took the jazz choir to New Orleans, um, and we are looking to have the jazz band join us this year uh, to return to that short space. Um, we have we have really a very strong uh, program in our jazz um, groups, and so we think this is the perfect time to get the tradition up and running again. We surveyed the parents and there seems to be a very strong support from them um, as of last spring. So we'd like to continue with our planning um, with your consideration. I think I have one question. Um, so it says that it's allocated for 50 students, it looks like. Is that like a general target or have you actually like you anticipate 50 students being there? Like would you take more or would it be less? Okay. Oh, for sure. That's that's the estimate. Okay. You calculated us in that too, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah>. It sounds <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, so, I don't know, Krista. I don't know if you want to be chaperoning through New Orleans for a bunch of kids. I mean, <laughs> listen, I did my time in New Orleans. I think I could handle it now, though. It's a great program a lot of different experiences visiting the museums, um, that cooking class I was talking to you guys, that sounds like a great opportunity for kids as well. So, um, Parts of doing a trip like this, especially New Orleans with, with your jazz band and jazz choir. Um, so one 
um, spot that seems pretty solid is there's a steamboat company down there and there's a dock and this is where a lot of the groups, school groups would typically play. It's covered, you know, so that in case there was some weather, um, we'd be set there. And uh, there's a lot of foot traffic there. We want to have a good audience. Um, I've heard talking to other directors that that's not always been the case. You know, you, you hope for the best, but you don't have a crowd. That's, that's the worst. So I've really been talking to the tour company to make sure we had a lot of foot traffic. Um, also been in touch with the uh, previous uh, director of music, Doug Olson, who's done the trip a few times. He actually was just down in last year with the MIT um, jazz band, and they ended up playing a gig with uh, one of the members of the Preservation Hall jazz band. So um, not sure we can make that work. We're working on it. So. It's not, I mean, it's funded by either the families or you said there's some potentially financial assistance for those. Yeah, absolutely. Through fundraising and support from the uh, MMA. Yeah, and there were a few families who, when we sent the survey out, who were asking about financial assistance, and so we can definitely um, help those families. So uh, it's going to be 2000 The initial estimate we gave families was 1750 to 2000 but with the there's like a guaranteed refund program that World Strides has, which is $194. So that'll bring it right up close to 2000 and there's going to be a smaller fee for like the busing to the airport and back. So it'll be about $2,000. School committee members um, allowed to uh, attend and <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or chaperone? Do we need chaperones? That sounds awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. Great. Are you recording any of the performances? I think so. Yeah, you had you did recordings when you were. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Sure. Yeah. That sounds great. Do we need anything from us on this one? Is this more awareness? It's going to be a consent agenda vote. Yes. Yeah. So I would just ask, um, and I'll, I'll ask at the end, other than the minutes, if we want to, if anyone has. It's just we carve one of them out. Otherwise, we'll just seek approval on everything. I think that that's all. I, yeah, that's great. My question sounds sounds great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And then the, the next one is the uh, my appointment to Tech Collaborative and Accept. We typically do this in September. Supposed to do it in August. We're always a little bit late on that. Um, so I would ask that we consider doing that tonight and be on time, so that we can send that email and uh, not be one of the last ones to do that. So, and just. Um, or I think maybe for Kristen, can you just say a word or two about what they do? Sure, yeah. So we belong to um, the Education Collaborative, which um, is in Walpole, and it's a mix of school committee and uh, superintendents on the board of directors. They have an executive director that runs the organization, um, and they do uh, a lot of, they do a few things. One is cooperative purchasing that we participate, and many other districts participate. Their number one mission, though, is to provide special education support. Um, for students that districts cannot um, cannot take care of and, and can, don't have the programs for. So um, they've been, I think Medfield's been a uh, member since this beginning many, many years ago. Uh, great organization and the board meets um, every month. Um, and it's typically on a Friday morning that the board meets. Except is very similar and they're out of Natick um, and they are the other collaborative we belong to. Um, and they mostly focus on professional development and special education uh, for students. So that's an all superintendent board, that one. Um, and then tech is a mix of school committee and superintendent. Thank you. I think the <clears throat> the last item is the approval of the minutes that are, are in the packet. So the regular meeting, 
for uh, June 12th, 2023 and July 24th, 2023. Um, executive session for June 21st, 2023 and July 27th, 2023. You'd retain those, Mr. Chair. Executive session one. Yeah, because yeah. some of those are still um, still yeah. underway. So those would be retained, but we can we can still approve them. Right. Uh, and the workshop on June 21st of 2023. So uh, what we do is seek approval for the really the entire consent agenda before doing so. Is there any of those um, items that need to be carved out? No. Okay. Wait, is there a motion? motion to approve? Motion for consent agenda. Second the motion. Okay, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Unanimous. Uh, great, thank you. Um, so going into new business, uh, and it was great uh, this morning. The kickoff was fantastic. I think you highlighted some of the staffing updates, but why don't you, uh, Dr. Marston, you want to share? Sure, so as part of our opening, um, each principal and then if it's a, um, a special department, they present all the new staff members to the entire faculty and staff, which is great. It's a nice welcoming tradition that we have here. So what we've done typically in August at the August meeting is provide you with an update on staffing, your report of um, who the new staff member is, whether it's a new hire, a change or assignment, what the position title is, what school, what administrator is requesting it, and whether the full-time equivalent is one or below one, uh, the step in lane, whether it's a new and existing position, and then the reason for the hire. So we, um, I think we have 27 total this year, uh, with only a couple of them being the newer positions. If you look down on um, halfway down the first page, uh, those are two new special education positions in the IEP, the IEP uh, that was determined after the budget process uh, necessitated additional hire for those two uh, positions. So. For the most part, it's either resignations, medical leaves, or retirements. Um, happy to answer any questions on that. It's a little less than we had last year. I think last year we had 30 um, in the new hires, but um, a lot of moving parts, a lot of districts uh, jockeying for staff. Um, it's it's pretty competitive out there right now. Um, one of the things that one thing I will add that I know that the town is going to work on this year, and it's one of the goals that they're going to try to do. Uh, we've lost a couple of staff members this year that have accepted positions and that we're finalists somewhere else. Um, and then because they found out what our insurance is. And we have great insurance, but the ratio is a lot on the employee, less on the town. And um, what, is it, what is it, Michael? 6238? 6238, uh, which, you know, it, there's a lot of, and, and there isn't an opportunity for people to do like, if you are, if you a husband and wife, a spouse, you have to do the entire family plan, which is more expensive. So if you have someone that um, is married with no children, you have to take the family plan, which is the same as if you had four kids. So there's no delineation around that. Um, so they're looking at plan design, which I think is a really important thing to, to look at as a community, as a town. And they're going to try to save money with the plan design and look at higher deductibles and those kinds of things. So why, the, want, why the forcing of a family plan? That's just what the option is. So that's, um, there is a insurance group that works and I know the board of selectmen are working on this as well, because uh, it is on their side, we don't have any control over it all. Uh, but uh, just to be aware that we did lose a couple of folks there because of that. They don't think of incentivizing, but not taking them? 
Yeah, I, I, I've told the story, I think, before my former district when we changed it over. Um, folks that went into a higher deductible, the town gave them all $1,000 at the end of the year and then did it again the following year. And then they started paying people for not taking insurance because mm -hmm. you still save money that way. Right. So I think those are kind of the incentive programs that the town is looking at. I'm not sure it's going to be anything like that structurally, but I think they're looking at um, changing it because I think they've had the same issue this year as well, where someone was ready to be hired and they found out the, the insurance ratio and said, I can't afford that. I'm going to go to town B instead, you know, because they're at 75, 25 and that kind of thing. So. Who does that sit with Jeff? I'm sorry. Who, who does that decision sit with? Um, so that's with the, the board of selectmen. Um, the town administrator works with the board of selectmen on that. And there's an insurance uh, group that works together to um, that represent, for instance, the teachers have a seat at the table, uh, police has a seat, police have a seat at the table, fire, et cetera. So the, the larger labor unions will have a seat at the table and they try to work together to, to get that. But I know that I talked to Christine last week about it, Christine Trewaller, and it's definitely something they're working on. Hopefully it won't be a, an issue for either hiring on the town or on our side again. But just wanted to bring that to your attention. How many openings do we have? Um, we have, I think, uh, four teacher aid positions. And my my uh, job elect with all my independent colleagues, some have 25 open right now, some have one, some have two, some, but you know, it's, it's all over the place. Uh, we have two teacher positions open right now, one key one at the high school special education. Uh, we've had two people lined up for that this week, and they were finalists somewhere else, and the insurance part crept up on us there. We, our salaries are great. You know, it's just we're very competitive there. But when you look at a salary, some people actually, you know, coming from another district will lose a little money if they come here and take our insurance. And then some folks don't take insurance. I don't take insurance here. So it's not an issue for someone like me that doesn't take the town insurance. So um, we're still, there, there are many districts that have a lot more than us at this point, but we still have one teaching that we have covered for the rest of the week. We have a point four nurse that we're covering with right now. Rest are a couple of teachers. How's that compare for us years past? Um, I think we always seem to have a couple of teacher assistant positions about this time. Uh, we don't usually have a teacher position. We have a teacher position. So special education high school. Yeah. Education is very hard to hire. I want to make sure it's the right fit, too. So we had to go for any waivers. Oh, uh, yeah. But that could be on what we did last year. We waiver last year for special education. Surprise, we have. Yeah. We had uh, a person last year who was in a program for special education licensure, but did not have credential yet. Yeah. So we went to, to uh, Desi, got a waiver on that year, which you know, isn't a big deal. But so yeah. they Today is not a big deal. Yeah. In fact, Desi had um, gone back on whether or not retired folks could work as many hours as they want. Usually there's a, a limit to what retired teachers or administrators could work. They lifted that for special education. Just, just can't find it. A, waiver, a, a waiver sort of license you know, for special education. I thought people at home are waivers for like 
Right. You have the license, it's just not a license in particular. Right. The person that I'm talking about from last year had it was licensed to teach high school English and was in a special education program without license yet. So just for people to understand. Yeah. That's all I want to Okay. No, thanks. Um, the handbook, uh, the 2023-24 student handbook approvals, and I read through them, but I think you, you just want to call it the main What really changes the addition of safety protocols. Right. Like general information. That's good. And it's in every building. So all, all, all five buildings have that. All that being pulled up. And that, that really came out of our workshop. So you guys had talked to me about that and, and what had happened last year at Dale Street with the confusion with parents. Um, so when we did our retreat, we talked about it as a leadership team and thought it made total sense to add that in there just, to, just for clarification purposes and, and really explain what the difference is in each one, but also give an example and hopefully that will help things out in the future. But that was a great suggestion and made total sense. So it's those like the two paragraphs that speak to protocols of the drills and what shelter in place means mm -hmm. and the, the examples of yeah okay yep that looked good yeah i know that made a lot of sense yeah no i think even a reminder and maybe you know, as they kick off the year but just highlighting that which is just good and i forget do we um take a vote you do you vote to approve them. Okay. I think um, before doing that, I think there was also at least a conversation um, around the, um, the mobile uh, device usage and what does it look like across the different schools. Yeah, I read through the obviously uh, like on that you know, brought that up, and uh, I read through I read them, and I think the language is there that you know we're seeking. Uh, well, I think, you know, going back to some of our original conversation, it's about the, you know, establishing more of the and cultural side of supporting the, you know, why the handbook is read that way and how it's, you know, kind of supported culturally within particularly the middle and high school. Um, so, and I did have a brief conversation with Dr. Martin about that. And I think others, I'm not sure if others have, but. Uh, just about that being a subject matter piece that he will be uh, launching, you know, with within his team, you know, to address, you know, with student body, with administrators, and teachers, and why it's important to support the actual policy and the handbook and why it is that way, and then could bring back recommendations for adjustments that we could vote later, maybe so that the policy doesn't read so. Um, um, you know, driven by authority as opposed to supported, uh, you know, guidelines that support the culture. So, and maybe it's not an adjustment, maybe it's a, a working document that the schools adopt as part of their you know, support around communication. Um, and, you know, I'll echo something you mentioned, Dr. Martin, in the conversation around, you know, I wish the students would talk more to each other at lunchtime, you know, when they have the opportunity, as opposed to, you know, texting each other at lunchtime, you know, so, um, and so, and obviously that is a, that goes beyond, I think, policy work as opposed to you coming back and asking us to adjust the policy a certain way to support the work you want to do in the way you want to execute it. 
or the way you and your team want to execute whatever the change is. Does it make sense for me to gather information from teachers, from students over the next several weeks and then bring stuff back to you? Does that make sense? But I don't I guess what I want to try to get is a baseline data point on what people feel about it. I think that makes perfect sense. Because yeah. if we can get a baseline data point and say, okay, there's X amount of people think that we need to do, you know, we need to restrict phone use from this time to this time, whatever that is. At least we have something to work on. Right now we're just kind of guessing a little yeah. bit and talking about it and making a lot of assumptions. But yeah. I think if we and instead of going crazy with some sort of ad hoc committee, I think just having you go in and do research with a you know, whether it's a short survey or and then a meeting, you know, maybe of these constituents, you know. And I'm guessing I'll you know I'll listen to you on this particular point of um, I'm assuming a middle and high school where you might be targeting the conversation. Um, and uh, and maybe some parent feedback I think might be Absolutely. helpful as well. What is it? I've seen it every September and I'm just not getting the recall, but how do we distribute and notify the families of the handbook typically? What is Email. that? And that's from the principal? principal right. yep. Okay, so that yep. wouldn't have happened yet. So that will be right. happening. Right. So uh, when that happens, that can did we... send something out that outlined it actually. The, the, the vote? Not the, the parts of the handbook. You did one in particular around the instructor. Okay, great. Yeah, just making sure that that's highlighted, I think, because, you know, oftentimes... Maybe you read them the first time your kid comes in the district, and then you never I look at it again. I read it once. There's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. let's put that. In fact, if I get down to the fourth paragraph of Matt, you know, he knows too. I'm like, I'm in luck. So, <laughs> but I was hunting for it. Yeah. yeah. I think that, sorry. You know, um, I looked at it too because I'm on the train with Leo for that stuff. I think the pause is there, but like, the data, anything you get, Jeff, from the teachers and the kids, mm -hmm. and we can talk to parents. But because I think where we're coming from is trying to not protect, help the teachers enforce the rules. Because we've had a couple of conversations, and you know, it's a kid's personal property, and they're very attached to them. And so, anything we can do to help the teachers, and I think some of that, uh, you know, really kind of mentioned, it goes to like the culture we build in our community. Right? It's more work we have to do as community members, and parents with our expectations of our kids in school but if you can get that data job that's what teachers are like yeah it's a problem like mm -hmm. they're pulling them out in class every time they're in the hallway and lunch like so then it's like do we do it through policy or do we do it through like i don't know a big awareness thing in that field and i'm not sure what the right way is but i think the policy is there it's just about how can we help the teachers and how can we help the kids yeah. they're like yeah. addicted it's problems. been some uh, early findings a lot of school districts across, across the country and here um have you know ramped up their usage within the schools about when they're being used and when not being used. There's been some really early uh, findings. Because remember the South, a lot of the South and the West are already back, they've been back for a month now uh, in school. Uh, and they're seeing uh, increased assessments towards more, less social emotional struggles um, and obviously more communication face-to-face and -face obvious things that we you know, would figure. Um, and I believe, I think it was you know, 48 hours, 60 minutes to the segment on it a couple of weeks ago, and I have not had a chance to look at it. Um, I'm going to go take a look at that. But those are, that's information we could share, mm -hmm. maybe do it on the webpage around the conversation or something. Because right. I think we, we want to hear from families too, you know, about, because they are a vital tool for, 
logistics in students and parents' lives now. Um, my parents, occasionally I find it frustrating when Anna doesn't have a smartwatch or something to communicate with her. Um, but at the same time, she has no interest in it, and I can't. I don't want to force that. So, and for people don't know that's my ten-year-old. So the um, but again, and it could be a shift in culture too of students of a certain age starting to realize that too. You know, parents kind of enforcing a little more screen time and separation. Um, I, there's also a trend where students in the lower grades are don't even lean towards social media either. So. There are different trends that we're seeing uh, culturally in our own global culture. But how, again, how we reflect that in what we're doing here, um, to echo what Will said, you know, I think it's um, important to have everyone together. And I think I did speak to Principal Vaughn about that. He, was, um, he wanted to make sure that it was very uh, community given deserving or direction. I'm happy to get the information. You'll survey everybody and get a detail by October meeting. Okay. Yeah. Does sure. that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, a couple comments to make. One, one I, I suspect here, Will, I think at the workshop, you did, what you described, what goes on um, where, where, where you were, was almost identical to what I heard five years ago when we did a lot of, of research with the mm -hmm. SEL. Um, so I do suspect that they're going to say, yeah, the policies, there are, you know, a, percentage of kids there are times when they're just not being followed and it becomes difficult to enforce for, for teachers um you know I, I think that simple these are just some questions to think about mm -hmm. I think some other, are the policies being followed you know or by what percentage when are they using phones and devices well they're not actually using them during class it's just between or yeah it's really high during the lunchroom you know where do you see that as a problem as a teacher, you know what? It, I agree, you know, Leo, you're coming. I agree, maybe it shouldn't be used in a lunchroom. Because all it takes is one kid and all of a sudden four of them are. And maybe it's bigger than phones. Yeah, maybe That's I what I said too. Yeah. Do they see the problem? Is it social media? Is it phones? Is it watches? Yeah, earbud, you know, earbuds, mm -hmm. you know, the earbuds in the classroom. I don't know, you got it well when you were, you were in high school, right? And you used to have that. Yeah. Earbuds in the hallways and the classroom. So I, and, and some kids use them therapeutically, right? Mm -hmm. so, you know, and how do you, What's the, you know, we don't want to, you know, someone's you know, using them as common noise to get through the hallway because it's so bad, you know, I've heard that feedback as well. So, like I said, I think, I think that the, the cultural aspect of it needs to come from the people itself. So, yeah, so I, I mean, I can share them too, but I just say like, what help or support are teachers seeking? What help or support are parents seeking? Um, one thing that I, I don't know if it's urban legend or not. Is it true that teachers are asking students to use pull out their own device because the internet is not working in certain areas of this building? I think that might have been the case before. Yeah, yeah, that was not always anymore. that was, was the excuse was the four years before, ago. But I don't think it's the case. Yeah, anymore. I think at one point in time, perhaps uh, I did notice the shiny new access point hanging in the. So I, I think it would be um, great, and I I love the idea. Of not let's not over formalize this thing. And, we don't hear from you until April. You know, in, in a general sense, we never got. It's definitely definitely come back and say this is a bigger problem than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, I think we. I don't think we have a lot of, uh, enough information to make any policy changes. Or yeah, I'm not asking yeah. for that. I, I I think I we have data that tells me 
know, you just yeah. look at the studies, you look at the mental health, you look at the percentages, it, it always goes back to 08, 09. Yeah. Coincidentally, when, when Facebook and some of these sites One day come around. Around. Yeah. Um, So I'd love um, to be a leader. The iPhone came out in 07, so that hitting mainstream in 09 or 10. And I think I have heard you say too, it would be great if the state kind of stepped in and, and made it easier. But, um, yeah, I know they're offering financial support. I, don't know if they're, uh, I haven't released anything yet. They keep yeah. talking about it, but mm. we had a meeting with the commissioner the other day. There was no mention of it. Um, so unless there's any other conversation, is there any other? Yeah, I just had one more. Um, on the elementary school student handbook, it still had an addendum D on COVID. That was all masks and visitor rules that all felt like it was no longer valid and should be pulled. Oh, that's one page 56. That's 137, you know, so. <laughs> A lot of you. What page is that? I don't know the page. It was addendum D. One thirty. I can pull up my computer. Oh, Just yeah, on the dated. elementary school one. Oh, that's the addendum D. Yeah. Yeah, that should be deleted. Yeah, I guess I I I can enforce strike on that. Yeah, I would say that you could approve it based on um, removal, of, removal that. of that. Yeah. Did you get that, Andrew? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I know I read it and I got I'm not anxious. I'm not and I'm like, that, Wait a minute, this is old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's it's good that you brought that up and you're gonna do that because it was that was approved by you folks. That was something that you did in twenty twenty one. So that whole addendum deal we had to have. So that's good. Good pickup. So anything else in the handbook from anyone? So I would, um, I guess, entertain a motion to approve the elementary handbook, the high school student handbook, and the Blake middle school student handbook. After the removal of the Yeah, mm -hmm. the removal of elementary handbook. After, after the removal, removal of the That's amended. Um, so moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, so next on the agenda is the Medfield School Committee goals and process. And I think um, we are going to talk in a bit as well just on the, the strategic plan and, and the update. But you know, the strategic plan is, is a great starting point. If we look at that as a five-year plan, I think uh, Dr. Marsden mm -hmm. will put to zero in. And, and I heard some of that even in your remarks today as to whether we focus uh, this year. Um, I think we wanted to have a little bit of that backdrop, and, and we haven't done, I'll, I'll be the first to say, a great job of establishing what are our goals at the beginning of the year as a school committee, and at the end of the year, how do we, how do, we do that? So, um, one, I think it would be worthwhile, whether it's now or mm -hmm. the, the next meeting, to, 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 what are kind of the key themes that we're focusing on mm -hmm. this year from the strategic plan. Um, 
I would rather not have our, it take us three or four months to come up with our goals. I'd rather have that, you know, fairly um, quick. And what I, what I would, um, so first off, let me ask, is that something you want to, um, you would all, yeah, I had that on for September because we're still working on the timelines and everything. So okay. as far as like what the 2023 focus, 2024 focus is, what we're doing when we're starting them, that's we worked on our retreat and preparing that for September. Okay. The next so you would have that for the next the minute. Next minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my suggestion would be, and almost like what we're going to do with the letter is we can prepare maybe um, a draft and work, work with uh, Michelle and, and Dr. Marston of what they would look like in our September meeting. Uh, we can probably discuss that as a group and then you know, take feedback and then try to get, get something approved in the following meeting. So what they would look like, we made the, the school committee, like, so Dr. Marzen, we're going to have like those two check-ins, one in September, so you're talking about the school committee goals between now and our September, I mean, of like a rough, a box. Yeah, but they'll align with the, dis, uh, the, the two yeah, plans, right? Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I did have one that doesn't fully align that, just because we've been spending so much time on the policy. I think if we gave ourselves the goal of making sure the policy is well-reviewed, so they could get on the MASC website. That, be that would one. be a great, so that would be very easy for not to even have to worry about right. um, the strategic plan and knowing we've been working on it so hard and that we want to online. So um, that was one that I just thought would happen. I that was kind of separate from that. Yeah, I don't, um, I, I tend to agree too. If our body doesn't, I, I don't think, I think it would be erroneous if ours mirrored the, the, the goals for the district for a given year. Um, I think it is definitely here's a couple of focus areas that's yeah. consistent. And um, I haven't thought through, you know, exactly what we want to do. But I, I think, you know, we we ha- we saw it last year, like community was a, a really big area of focus. And, and in some ways, turning ourselves, I've said the term inside out, meaning mo- making ourselves more accessible and how we, we work. But but I, I think that that's what I would suggest is come up with some a draft for the next meeting, have some conversation on it. Um, hear again from you, you on on the goals for the year, mm-hmm. and then ideally, you know, we can bring those bring something forward for the October meeting. Um, and then the idea would be, you know, meeting towards the end of the year. You know how how are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. But they they should work their way pretty much into the agenda. Yeah. You know, I don't think there'll be any surprises. So I don't know how to how to, I know that's loose, <laughs> um, but it's. Um, <clears throat> It's establishing more structure, I think, than we've had in the past. Yeah. So how does that sound? Yeah, I think that's great because we can, you know, each come to the table with some, some pre-thought ideas, and, you know, and discuss those and narrow down to what we think are uh, measurable and, you know, going uh, have the most impact. Yeah, so, so and that, that's what I can compile. So if you have some of the ideas, share them with me. Through, but, but coming through with, with ideas and you know whatever we bring forward. Um, so get them to you before the September meeting, or present them at the September meeting, and we'll talk. About I'd look to present them at the September meeting. Okay. But if you said, "Hey, I think you know A, B, C, and D are kind of appropriate, or these are the key themes," I think sharing that in advance oh, that'd be, would yeah, be a great sense. idea. And if you you know if it didn't happen, that's okay. <laughs> that's why we'll do it over two meetings. Okay. Uh, any other items since posting? No, that's true. The only thing I had was the January date. So I 
Oh, so there's a concert. Yeah, right? I think the Dale Street Band concert. I believe all three of us are band kids, right? Yeah. We, we have the band, the concert dates are? Dale Street did. Oh, yeah. Um, so just because we have a school committee, I just wanted to, we don't have to adjust it right now, but just knowing that, I think that the contact forum Yeah, suggest me. Yeah. Was it the first meeting or the second meeting? It's the 11. 11. I'm just wondering whether we would want to try to go to a Monday. The January is the one where we typically hold two, right? Because right. the second one is the public hearing. Right. So we don't know if we would want to lose a week. Right. So go earlier, everyone can send their dates around. And then um, you have band and chorus, band and orchestra. Band and chorus. Band and chorus. So that would be the other thing. Because I believe Dale Street. Um, music celebrations are all the same week. They're just different they nights. Yeah. So that would be the other thing to be mindful of. But probably not on a Monday night of that week. I wouldn't be. Yeah. Think. Yeah. And probably. if it's just me for course, it's different than three of us with Dan. Like That's true. Yes. Some of you are. And it will tear. <laughs> just come out. <laughs> <laughs> we ran over. We had a meeting. Oh, we had the other thing, the five year plan. We had to run over to it. But. <laughs> So do we want to do that right now? Now, or are we just so we we want to pencil in the eighth? No, the eighth. Who's the king? Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, yeah. And we're supposed to get about it, and then we can tell you that. What happens? Typically, vote the calendar. Yeah. So it's not hard. You know, um, it was just entertaining a motion to adjust the January eleventh. Meeting to Monday, January eighth, same time, same place. So I'll move. Is it second? second. Well, second. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Um, okay. So um, I don't know whether. So the next topic is uh, going to old business, which is really nice, new, shiny uh, strategic plan. I was wondering, um, we had a representative here from one of the classes, and I'm not sure if the gentleman is here just to take notes. He is, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would give him an opportunity to have anything to add. Yeah. So that's up to you, Mr. Chair. Anything to add? If he had anything to leave statements to deliver, I was, didn't know if he was there to represent the class or just here to collect notes for the class. Are you collecting notes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just attending. Oh, okay. He's just listening. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> taking notes down on the cell phone. <laughs> um, so the, the strategic plan, actually, I want to start with you, Dr. Marston. So in terms of the, the update, uh, all the information has been sent to uh, Teaching Learning and Alliance, and they are working with the graphic designer at this point, um, so that we hope to have it by the end of September. Um, they, we've sent them pictures and um, all the documents and uh, a letter as well, so they're working on that and hopefully they'll have everything for us. We're going to do, um, they do a dashboard, like a one sheet of for instance, our core values, our mission statement, and our vision statement, along with um, some other graphics. So we're going to have those for every classroom in the district. So we're going to put them out everywhere so that there's a, a visual reminder for everyone 
uh, of what those important themes are. So uh, once they're done with that, we'll get that going. So I would say mid-October probably we'd have all that part done once we send them to the printers. Um, but yeah, they've, you know, they've been great to work with and their, our timetable is still the end of September. So hope to have it. You want feedback on the letter? Sure. That's my name. Yeah, and um, what is, your name's not spelled right? Jeez. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's like everywhere because it's a very difficult name. So I get it. Is it really? You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we'll make sure we take, take care of that. Or she could be a telecare. <laughs> so, um, the feed, feedback on the letter, um, apologize for that. The main, uh, main thing is spelling it um, but any any other feedback one thing is we were kind of um, I thought it was a good process I'll just I will share um, that was interesting for, for me as a bit of a like I wasn't part of the committee but I spent a fair amount of time just looking and then I'm looking out and seeing what other how others are doing it and uh, one change that we've done that I think is worthwhile in the past I think we've had a separate letter from the school committee and the superintendent um, I asked both should it be two or should it be one? I think both of us kind of went into it and said, hey, if we have something glaring that we want to say that's more appropriate from the school committee, mm -hmm. Dr. Marston had something else that's, that's more appropriate from the administration, it'll be two. Um, but I said, let's take a, let's like, draft one up and see what it looks like. Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, Dr. Marston reviewed it and you know, tweaked it a little. But I think it was it was a good change. We have one letter, right, which, which does represent, um, you know, to me, it speaks to the alignment. That, that we have and, and full support of the process. Uh, so I thought that was that was good. One thing that I think um, is important as we get the graphics, like I, I thought it, it was appropriate in the letter that, you know, as, as you said um, said today, Dr. Marsden, core values, right? That's so critical to every, everything we do. And so should they be in there? Um, the draft that we see right now, you don't see them, but the graphics, they will be within the letter. So you can, you will see if somebody were to just read that almost executive summary, you will see core values, you will see vision statement, you will see mission statement embedded right in the letter, which to me, I, I think that that was important. I think it's, I like the way that looked. It, it kind of sticks, stands out a little more when I look at some of the, uh, some of the others as well. Um, so that I think was like, when, if you read it without that, you might say, hey, where is that? Well, it's in the plan, which is fantastic. But um, other than that, if there's any, you know, any feedback or um, especially Michelle or Will, you know, part of the committee that I think we're missed, we can um, reinforce. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about after we had the, you know, the meat of it all done, like how it's going to look. I, I'm a very visual person, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it all comes together. And remember, we're looking at using the, the clock from electric time yeah. as the theme. So I did reach out to them and they're happy to give us space and pictures off the website to have, they have a whole group of pictures if, if we need it. So the graphic designer needs additional uh, pictures from that. So yeah. We're very happy with the And then I guess oh, the other thing would be the, um, <clears throat> the dashboard we talked about that's mm -hmm. separate from the one that I do, right? right. The one that mirrors yeah. the Norwood maybe is doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So just uh, that's still on the TV uh, in regards to putting that all together. Right. So we can have that as well. Mm -hmm. So 
And that, that's actually even, even when we think about the goals, like that might be something that is appropriate. Yeah. Like, like, look, we, we have a, a little bit more of a formal process around that, that could be one of our goals looking at how are we performing yeah. that's, that strategic plan. Um, you know, so they, they should all kind of link together. Yeah. Which is uh, which is cool. So um, but no, that's great. And we're all, we're all excited. It, it definitely it was it was fun too for me looking at different districts and starting to see where you have that. Um, there's a term I use sometimes in technology. You can really uh, dress up some technology that doesn't work well, and it can look great until you get it. Um, Lipstick on a pig is what we yeah, used to call it. Software. I've heard that. Yeah, that's that's the. Expression, but I, I, I think um, what I find there, there's some plans that uh, there's no lipstick whatsoever, and it's just like, geez, why would I want to read it? Yeah. There's others where it, it pops, like they, they're reinforcing the key, key parts of the process. So I think that you know, like that lipstick is it's not a fake that we're putting on here. Sure. <laughs> the reason why advertising works, sorry, I brought that. <laughs> Which is you're in technology too, there's, there's all kinds of other expressions, really, not in the marketing department. <laughs> I mean, product, we put the lipstick on the pig, trust me. I know. Suffice it to say, we're excited about those graphical designers, and um, maybe that's even better. We get the Ashland art tables, we'll be introducing some of our own over time, yeah, that's just to see what it uh, see what it looks like. Um, so it's good, good progress there. Um, community engagement and communication. And um, Michelle, I'm seeing you're going to continue, I think, so far of the social posts. Yeah. And, and yeah. If anyone ever has like something that they want to be highlighted or shared on our social media channels, just let me know. Um, but yeah, we have to here. Um, and then just thinking, and I guess. On that one, I, I will call it out too. Michelle, I don't know if she, she said, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You're, you're very thoughtful about it. I think just little things like last year towards the end. Now you're thinking one and two weeks in advance. Like, what are we going to want to be out there? So it, it, um, that's appreciated. I'm just seeing followers getting more people engaging. That's, that's a great thing. We're good at it. For sure. Yeah, and I, I think also though it's like, hey, if that's all we're doing, you know, it's it's the other stuff that, that also, you know, like what those those really work together. Um, so I think we're gonna continue with that. I think one thing we we started last year, which we would continue uh, when you have the principals come in, mm -hmm. which is usually the kind of you know, into October to talk about the openings they're gonna bring, uh, bring the site council lead with them, mm -hmm. which I think um, reinforces the, the What's going on with the site council? Having them speak a little bit about um, what were kind of the recommendations because that's a that's a formal process that they shared uh, last year. I think would be um, worthwhile. Last year, for the first time, we asked each member uh, of the school committee try to um, informally kind of work with one of the PTOs, and uh, by informally, it was you know attend one or two meetings, uh, and circle back, see see what you learned. Sometimes if we at the end of the agenda, we can say what we're doing the house. Um, I think we want to continue that. I was, was going to pause on that one because um, I did hear uh, Kristen would stay with Dale. Yeah. If you'll have me, Nessie. <laughs> yeah, this is just the, uh, if they'll have me. <laughs> um, Michelle, wanted, you wanted to stay with Memorial? I wanted to switch to Memorial. Switch yeah. to Memorial. Yeah. And some of that is also just. Um, 
SBC work. Yeah, Kristen and I talked very lightly about we felt the two of us should be on elementary school PTOs so we can have again that that ear to everything that's going on in those schools. Um, and I felt that memorial having some of the building constraints that it has, I want to just be mindful of what's going on there as well. Mm -hmm. So that was that was my thought. And Will, I, we talked briefly, but this year opens the high school one. Yeah, yeah, I think those would be fine. That's why I've spent the last nine years. And I, I'll get you all the dates because I did talk to Kelly and I have all the memorial dates, but I'm sure you can talk to okay, Kelly yeah. too. Yeah, that's what we had said before, but I'm fine switching. And frankly, my only thing was like, don't do Dale because my kids are there so I can reach more people. So middle of high school works and I'll contact whoever. I think you sent an email to Dale's contact. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm happy to do Blake if for naming them. Yeah, in high school. Has a you, you want you want high school? Yeah, I'm, perfect. I'm done. And I would I'm involved in Blake. Blake's going to be there a while. I think I'm under involved with the high school. And let me make sure I get it right. Uh, Will with Blake? Blake. Okay. Yeah. Will you you? And then that leaves me with we lock. And again, the, the ask is not um, it's not a mandate to attend all meetings. I think it is just to make sure you're at least a familiar base. If they ever want to reach out, they can obviously reach out to any of us. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just it's natural. Yeah, and so, just strengthening a partnership, right? So. Um, any, and, and that this again, it's, um, if there's any other ideas, I think we are always thinking about these things. That some of the comments I've heard as we're updating the student handbook, trying to make it more useful friendly, trying to take some of the themes that we have during our meetings where we ask eight, um, where you ask is the principal's share, uh, to get that out there. So um, any other um, ideas on that? I, I think one of the other ones, we we did a couple of the, um, what do we call it? Informal competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but they were uh, uh, straight talk with the committee. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't straight talk. <laughs> office hours. Yeah, I think they were office hours previously, and we tried to rebrand them so that people understood they could just come and talk as a group. Office hours. Perfect. Yeah, office hours kind of seemed like a one-on-one. -on -one. So you close the door and like okay. meet. The concept was more anyone can show up like this, but you only have two members, so we can talk freely with the public and not. Yeah, I thought that was uh, maybe we. I mean, this again loosely, but if, I thought last year we if we did try to do two per half year, you know, two to four, and maybe one remote, one face to face, okay. and we'll we'll kind of work out the schedule. But that that's been let's choose some dates. So those uh, those are a few. If there's any other exciting ideas, the mailer again this year. Yeah. Okay. yeah, do you guys have any ideas from, I guess, stuff we've done that we can expand on or talking to people in the community on what they, you know, feel would help them have more information? I think we talked about at one point, and I don't know if, if we felt that there was going to be any value to it, but whether or not we wanted to have something in the paper as like a, you know, maybe post-meeting update or at some frequency that's just like, here's the status of, you know, some of the things being discussed with the school committee. At one point we talked about, I think, making that a, 
a piece of like an you know, input to the newspaper, but this is another forum to reach other people. I don't know if we want to pursue that or not. There's the newspaper out there. Um, I mean, I would almost fall under some of the work we're doing on social. Yeah. I, I did ask Michelle a little while ago if you want help with that, or I don't want to be overwhelming. I think that also could be, idea. hey, here's some news. Years from school times of work. I know they're always looking for content. And I think the other, to me, the theme on the engagement is one is us taking you know information, news you can use and sharing out. But I think almost more important is making sure um, as um, parents, students, people's voices are being heard. Yeah. You know, we're able to get signal. I think that was for me. It was more during the pandemic. We started to realize they were really good at you know, pushing out. Like the classic report card, which is how you do it. Yeah. Sometimes it's hearing from the parents, hey, how are they doing? So, so that's kind of part of the, when I keep saying that, you know, turning it over inside out, but making sure we're doing a great job. On that. Um, I had a quick question about her comment around follow up in the newspaper. This is something that the, is it the feeling or the, the way of the article is written, then sort of can interpret. What's happening with the school committee and the work that's been going on after each meeting? Yeah, I, and I don't. I I think someone else had raised it as an idea before. I'm just it's just on recall for me. Um, and I think that part of it was also just getting in front of a different audience for whom the social media is not, you know, really their first source or go-to, and perhaps isn't even as accessible to them. So we had talked about. I think we might have even retained. You know, um, professional services from someone around communication and send. Um, perhaps it's something we revisit around, like a once a month set of media that interprets all the goings on from school committee, kind of like a summary that can go into all aspects, social newspaper and everything else. You know, this day and age, not cost prohibitive, and it may be just another avenue that we could leverage. Um, and could be published in other um, electronic and non electronic ways. So, people hometown weekly, everyone can. Right. So, like, you don't have to search for it, it comes right to your house. And right. So, something where you get something in the hometown weekly, and then that same thing can go and uh, you know, I'll go another at possible newspapers or publications that people use. Yeah. But I think it's yeah, something that, I don't know. We, the whole communication world has been kind of turned on its head as of late, and I would have us, you know, focusing on things that may not get traction, but perhaps we can put some analytics behind it. You know, how many into every site? You know, we're, we're getting analytics back from our social hits, um, so maybe it's something that I, I know you would have resources identified in the past. I think I'm thinking of a resource we might have is when we have like. Newspaper, you really think the schools? No. We did the point out of the You know, I'm, I'm also wondering like, if we have our, our student rep, I'm not sure why. Maybe, they're, they're maybe that might be something to explore. 
someone says, hey, this, this school committee would love to have somebody report a couple of times a year about what's going on in the school committee. And if it comes from students, it's a different outlook. Yeah. Could be a directed study or something. We don't know. Some sort. A directed study. Something Dr. Martin could approve for credit. You know, if there were something all year, a group of kids. Oh, yeah, it was done every month, right? It could be something like that. We said we don't I'm just thinking outside the box, Jeff. Didn't mean to throw me on the bus on that. It could be published. Oh, the kid could publish it. It could go in the Hotel Weekly, and it could go, and then the same content can go all over, and it could be adjusted accordingly, which is part of the part of the learning process, too, right? Don't forget in our strategic plan, we do have develop a communication plan, right? Yeah. That's part of that, so this could be part of that process. We have to have someone outside to do that, professional that does this, to look at what we're doing and how we can improve it. Yeah. 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 So why don't we, um, like that's a it's nice, it's kind of like I do enjoy when we have the students and yeah. <clears throat> what's going on in each in some cases, I think we should be opening that up more schools. It could be something where you know, maybe there is some interest in like a pilot or something. Hey, this is what we're hearing. Maybe there's a student who would be interested. They, they could do it anyway. Can't stop them. Good. Now, so we're, we're um, I, I like that. I think we'll do that. So anything else? Um, this is a key topic. Uh, school building committee update. Saw something. Well, um, you want to give the MSBA Let's read my email. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So I sent an email to um, MSBA, excuse me, to the school building committee about MSBA meeting that we had last week. So um, I'll just read it to you verbatim. Hi, everyone. I Wanted to let you know that I was contacted by MSBA and along with Christine Freeweiler, uh, who was the town administrator, um, had a Zoom call with them yesterday. They have begun their due diligence period for the 62 SOIs, statement of interest, that were submitted in April. MSBA wanted to hear about what the town has been up to since the failed vote. After they heard about the annual town meeting allocations, and then you know that the town on the last two years has allocated $250,000 to the SBC. The establishment of a new SBC with monthly meetings, surveys, communication subcommittee, and the unanimous support of the SOI from the Medfield School Committee, Medfield Select Board, and School Building Committee, we declare our efforts to be impressive. It was also interesting to hear that we were, when we were approved in 2017, which I had to look up, I couldn't believe it was 2017. I thought it was 18 or 19, but it was 2017. Um, the Dale Street School was identified, their term not mine, most needy school out of the 70 plus SOI submitted in that round. It's unclear where we stand in this round. In addition, they let us know that the MSBA reimbursement rate for 2023 for Medfield is now 42.79%, up from 38.84% in 2017. Um, we were cautioned that this number could fluctuate in the future, but that is our number now, which is a little over, almost a 4% increase. Um, as I said, I thought it was a positive meeting, and then they're going to let us know uh, probably November, early December, uh, what their decision is, but I thought it went really, really well. Um, we, we, they read to us what 
our percentage was, and just follow along with me. So it starts at 38.84 um, in 2017. And then when you build certain things into that project, you get credit for certain points. So we did the geothermal, we did uh, preparation for the solar panels, we, all these things that allow you to gain points with MSBA. MSBA, our reimbursement was, was going to be at 44% for that project, up from 38 because of the extra we put in. So if we started 42 and then put the extras in, we could be at 46%, 47% to get to that point. So um, kind of a waiting game now, but I thought it was pretty positive since last year we put the SOI in. We never got the phone call. We got a thanks for no thanks letter. So again, you're saying so there was no due diligence Not last year. year. Nothing yeah. last year. Okay. Okay. You, you've always said one of the bigger factors is of those, what are the 62? Mm -hmm. high schools. Yeah, that's the problem. Which is, and you don't know that right now? They didn't give us that information. Okay. That was good. But I also didn't know that we were most needed. Right, yeah. yeah. We must still be up there now, even, even more most needy. Yeah. Oh, they visited Dale. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they said. They visited Dale, so they need to come back again. They do. And, uh, certainly, we've done some improvements, but the core issue was still there. Right. Not to take away from Mike's new floors. Right. Just saying. Right. <laughs> also, that. So, we have a, our next meeting is on um, September 11th, and then Medfield Day is September 23rd, and the SBC has a booth there um, from 10 to 4, for the hours of Medfield Day. And so anybody, obviously, is, is encouraged to stop by. Members of the committee will be there all day manning the, committee, uh, manning the booth um, to answer questions about, you know, who is the SBC? You know, what is the makeup? Who's part of it? Um, what's been going on since the new committee was formed? Uh, as well as like, what are the highlights of the next steps and process, just to give people some understanding of, you know, these are the big decisions that have to get made and, and here's where it has to go from here. Um, and then we're also going to have a write-up on an understanding of MSBA funding for those that are curious to, you know, know why, pros, cons, like what does that look like? Um, so as a committee, we sort of all acknowledge that should we get the funding, we take the funding, which is great. Um, so we'll keep our fingers crossed for that. But, um, but otherwise, I would say not a whole lot of change from the last update that we gave. Um, we did have Mike Weber take us through, again, some of the original site selections. So we did review that um, just to kind of get those who were not involved in, in the project the first time up to speed on um, some of the things that had been considered and what kind of options we had and, and so forth. So um you know, that's obviously still a, a big decision point that needs to get made. And then as we discussed last time, um, you know, now that we're back from summer break, we just need to sit and reconvene on, I think, some of our, our size recommendations that we want to uh, put forth so that, you know, the, the project is representative of the need. That's and I felt like, you know, through the conversation with MSBA, they, they said that those are great conversations with SBA to have prior to finding out whether we get selected or not. Yeah, you know, we're like going to do they, it anyway. They mentioned to us that you're probably going to be able to use a lot of the um, feasibility study from last time. You know, so that money wasn't wasted. You're probably going to use a lot of that. You're not going to have to review a lot of that information, which is great. It's good to hear that uh, they've had other districts that have had a bill vote that have come back and had a successful vote in public school. They were able to use a lot of those. I, I think they give you five years on the information. Mm -hmm. 
what I understand. The other piece was I was able to, um, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, visit the new Ashland Elementary School, which is a three, four, five minus school. It's a really good example of how you can build an elementary school uh, while school's in session with kids in a building. So they're adjacent to it, open the new school, not get one back. So it was a really good example of that. Uh, they did some really nice things there with the design. Um, they did the oversight gym that we were talking about. They did the uh, cafetorium that we had done with the stage and uh, the lighting was really, really well done. So And the geothermal, right? And the geo I have to tell you, I was always skeptical of the geothermal, and I, I really was. But I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Uh, but after going to that school, and it was a hot humid day we were there, every nook and cranny of that school was 68 degrees. And they weren't using AC, they weren't using HVAC. It was all geothermal cool. Really, really good. So I know that uh, that was something that we wanted to put in the last one. Uh, and I think if we get to that point, that'd be something to consider. Much sure you can do it if you do it at Reno. You probably can't do it if you build a new one. You probably can't. So, but I think it's a good uh, field trip for the SPC and anyone else that wants to go. I think that'd be a, a good trip this uh, fall to walk through it and get a sense of what it looks like with kids in there. And, Six hundred and seventy-five kids. Okay, that's good. We did a lot with a small footprint, and a lot of. Um, I was really impressed by how they maximized the space and the development. And then Tim, I know you and I have talked a little bit. So the SBC is responsible to meet with the select board, and I touched base with Mike today. That hasn't been set yet. I know we had talked very high level of perhaps the school committee being involved with that as well. Yeah. I I, I was just playing with that in my head. It's, it's a good idea in my eyes. Where, where my brain goes is, as I'm immediately just thinking, like, okay, what's the math broader project plan? So, um, you know, thinking when might we, if we were to bring something into town for vote, yeah. uh, draw a line in the sand, I would suggest that spring of 2025. Okay. You know, I if, 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 I'm, I'm just to, thinking. To wait for MSBA, right? Right. So if you get in, then they're going to kind of define what that looks like. Yeah. If we don't get in, <laughs> then you got to figure something out. Right? Yeah, we still have to be like it, I, I just. This is just throwing it out. Is it, is that how how people think about it? You know, between us and. and um, I don't know the timing. I was thinking twenty four, and I don't, I'm not right. saying that's the case. And somebody's like twenty. I was thinking twenty eight. Like it just it might be a good way to also report back to members of the panel. Not everybody goes in and reads the minutes. Yeah. Just say, hey, what have we done since this uh, SPC has been formed? Where have we gotten to? Uh, you know, this is what we think is going to happen over the next three to six months. This is a major milestone. Okay. I think it's a foursome function. Uh, I thought it was worthwhile last time we did that. Have everyone in the same room and having a conversation. Yeah. It's also a great way to get feedback. Some it's great to hear the unanimous support. We have SOI. Right. And I also look part of this as well. How did that, what was the support like? Or are there other folks, you know, like if there is feedback? So, so I, I think it's a, you know, it would be a good idea. I believe it's, uh, they have to report to the select board. Every six months, yeah. I don't know if it makes sense to make it something where all three groups are there, kind of um, making sure everybody's on the same page, right? 
That was your last before. Enjoy. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry, it took me. Yeah, but sometimes I just, they did that about every three to six. Usually that was a fair amount of effort to say, okay, let's get everything, you know, get everything together. We held them live, we held them here. Yeah. We just them and we walked over. Oh, great. Yeah, so maybe like late September, if you don't talk over. I don't think it's maybe there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you want to do one before that we hear from SBA too? MSBA wouldn't be until the summer. Right. So you want to have a joint meeting before that? To me, I just, it feels like otherwise all our eggs are in that one basket. And I like it. I would like to say, hey, look. I don't want to be all of a sudden it's December. We got in. Now what? Right. Well, that, yeah, that's not like, happening. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's, sounds like Michelle, you've already talked to Mike. So just figure out. I just touched him. base to see if he had already set that meeting up. And yeah. Figure out what's good timing and just do it. The worst case scenario is we don't get in now. Right? Yeah. If you get in MSBA, it's pretty defined and you kind of go through their process. But if you don't, now we're here. Yeah. I don't think it um, would hurt. You know, I don't know about how they decide. I think generally they look at schools and districts who appear to be prepared. So if we're preparing for a yes without like an enormous amount of work, I think it's a yes from MSBA does not mean anything. To the right. <laughs> we got that part. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, you guys, you have a meeting with SBC next week? September 11th. Oh, September so, okay. so, so, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, bring, that, bring that up on the 11th? Yeah. yeah. Great. Cool. Hey, towards the end, uh, page two here, um, the uh, policy review. Meals. No, it's so, it's so exciting. So, um, one, I would say, and we need and to I, circle back with and get our process back. Of yeah, we're going to um, try to get going. It's not unusual with the summer. Yeah. Quiet. When we did kick that off with Jim Hardy from NASC, um, he said it's typically nine to, nine to 12 months yeah. to get through it. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're kind of pacing in that. Yeah, we're, in the, we're in that ballpark. We just need to get back on our cadence. Yeah, so I think for the next meeting, we should be able to um, bring forward. I, I have not polished off the deck of what we said. I had to go back and do this one. Read his last name. Oh, most of the city organized. But, so we, we um, Andrew's <laughs> 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 Good luck. <laughs> funny looks from all sides. <laughs> I think we did that reorg at the beginning. <laughs> um, but so we, we're going to start um, getting going with that. But, uh, typically, Leo and I and Mike and Jeff are meeting. Once or twice a month to try to bring you folks with the changes are. Yeah, one or two sections. So we're going to pick that back up yeah, for the next. Okay. Yeah, for some light reading. Yeah, the goal again is to get it on the MASC website, right? So that it's more user friendly and for everybody. And please advise not to do it piecemeal, but to finish it and then put it on yes. once and then right. make additional changes if you want. I don't know, Tim and I can talk about that a little bit again. It may be worthwhile to. Yeah. I think I think it's time. Yeah, he had some pretty good reasons. He it's did. also to keep keep you going. Sometimes you might get 
piecemeal and we just don't start, but we don't finish. I think there is the um, idea, and I think Dr. Marsden, you may have, it's not unusual to do one year, there may be one or two policy mm -hmm. updates that we take out of that seminar. Yeah. Um, but I, I would love to try to get through this this um, school year. Yeah. Be, be not, uh, challenging would be nice. I just think that my fear is like bringing part of it forward. I, I get concerned. Well, it's been converted to be machine readable. I think that's half the issue. Mm -hmm. Before it was just pictures. So they've gone through that process. Yeah. At this point, moving it to the website is as a matter of utility for them, just to copy and pasting in a meaningful way. And then it's machine readable on the website, which is what we want. So from that point, I think that, you know, whether we're done or not, I think getting them up there. Uh, and maybe even just identifying the ones not yet reviewed would be fine and doable. So I think they're just trying not to repeat work. I appreciate that. Um, but we need to show some progress. And uh, and that's being the client. We are the client. <laughs> so uh, yes, so why don't we, um, <laughs> I'll reach out to Jim. Okay. Um, we'll, Leo, maybe we'll just talk about the next ask, meeting. We can ask that. Yeah. I think it would be great if, if between us we could come up with having a schedule. Yeah, and let's just get the what's remaining to and maybe we can just schedule it out. Get the reading to our colleagues here. Yeah. Now they're excited. There's plenty of notes, please. Why <laughs> well, there's three readings. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, when we get going, right, it's like first reading, yeah. second reading, so right. Um, Informational items. I just, you know, wanted to thank you guys for coming today. I know you guys, it was late notice and you had uh, trouble with the schedule, but it was a really, you know, really good kickoff today. And, um, you know, a lot of energy in the room. And we, we usually do it outside, but the mist came in heavy overnight and it was still misty in the morning. So made the decision at 7.15 to put it inside, which was okay. I mean, I felt I felt bad for our custodial staff. They had to move stuff in that I just put it out and all that. But um, we got it done, and it was a great, you know, great meeting. Got to visit the schools today. People were really excited. Came to the kids come in on Wednesday, um, and we have our our senior food, which I think is probably the best event that we had almost all year. It's just phenomenal. We take our senior class uh, to Boston, put them on the spirit of Boston. We go, we have dinner. It was great. You know, three-hour cruise. They had an awesome time. Um, so it's a good way to kick off the year for them and really some sort of that class bonding. Even though they've been together 12 years, um, it's nice to have that, <laughs> class, that class bonding for that for their senior year. So it's really good at that. So looking forward to that. Um, and then welcoming our kindergarten and preschool the following week on the Tuesday when we come back after the long weekend. So a uh, busy, busy couple of weeks, but all good. Great to have the kids back. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought speakers with you guys were genuine. Right, yeah. Good positive energy. Yeah, no, I think um, I just I, I love Dr. Marston. I, I wrote it down, but one of your messages that we like the kids first, yeah. work hard, and take care of yourself. So I think uh, that was that was excellent. One item I think. Um, 
is the MASC conference in November. I think Michelle had shared that. Um, that is funded um, by the district if we, if we want to go. And that typically it's out in Hyannis. I think it starts Wednesday, Wednesday, through, Wednesday through Friday. Um, you don't always, you know, I think it's really try hard to get there at least for a day. I think there's some repeat sessions, but it's a it is at one time a year, all kinds of um, school committees across the state are together, superintendents across the state are together. Um, so that's gone, it's, it's great information. It took me a year or two to get out there. Uh, so that, that um, keep your eye on that. You can sign up if you get a early bird. Yeah, yeah, just Andrew will take care of it if you want to go. Just let her know. Um, I'm going to register everybody and I'm glad to let her know. I'm going to ask her. Is that a joint one with MASF? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah, not going then. <laughs> <laughs> you can just like, do a day. I think like, yeah, it's like just a, Friday option. Yeah. It is one day. And sometimes it's like, hey, I can't go. I can't commit two days. One day. I just can't commit overnight. Three days a lot. Uh, yeah, it's no, no, understood. But I think even getting out there for the morning, yeah. <laughs> I, I find it to be worthwhile. Oh my god. <laughs> you do run in the joint. You don't want to put my kid in the room <laughs> take over. I think it's get out to Cape Cod. Um last is future agenda items. I think we're gonna have a um a more structured conversation around school start times and what that, that process looks like. Um Dr. Marson, can we sit uh, sometime? I don't know if we would have a chance to do it before the 14th if we want to do it for the next, but um, we, we want to do an update on the enrollments. Mm -hmm. So when do you think, when will we have the information we need to sit so and talk October about that? So October 1 is when we certify the enrollment. Okay. So right after that. We'll so for the October meeting. Yeah. Okay. We have um, 77 new students starting on Wednesday, 55 new families. Okay. Great. So we have we'll an email going out to all parents tomorrow afternoon and I like that. Primary. Um, Elementary or something like that? Um, mostly elementary, but all over. Yeah, we have to all over. It's been a busy real estate season. Not much out there, really. You know, I think once it's on, it's gone. So, yeah. Not like it's a lot of supply out there. Um, okay, and the next meeting is uh, September 14th. And other than that, I think um, we're done. One hour and twenty-two minutes. Not bad. I, I was chatty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there, I think there's some good topics that apply, but I will cease to provided somebody can raise a motion. Motion to adjourn. Second. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Aye.